Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Dragon's Lair. Hello and welcome to the Dragon's Lair podcast. Your home all things Dragons RFC and Rugby in the region. I'm Jamie, hope you're doing well. Now, unfortunately, Gavin can't be with us this week due to work commitments, but I'm not on my own. I am joined by a guest for our View from the Opposition podcast. Now, Dragons are away to Ulster on Saturday night, and to help us preview that game and chat some Irish rugby, we have Ulster supporter Ian Frizzell. Ian, welcome to the pod. Uh, Jimmy, thank you very much for inviting me on. First time, so uh, looking forward to it. No problem. Thank you very much for joining me tonight. So before we talk about Ulster and the Dragons, I thought we'd start with the Six Nations and look back on Wales's defeat to Ireland. So it's fair to say it was a plucky performance by Wales, but it did finish Ireland 31, Wales 7. Ireland's bonus point try coming in the 81st minute. And that win keeps Ireland's Grand Slam hopes on track. But for Wales, it is unfortunately played free, lost free, with France up next in Cardiff. So Ian... Another win for Ireland, looking uh, on course for that Grand Slam. What did you make of the game? Um, it was um, it was a tougher game than I uh, was envisaging. Um, mm. I, I thought uh, it was a, a lot better Welsh performance than uh, the previous two games that they played. Um, they were under the pump a bit, uh, quite a bit in the first half and defended so. Very, very well. I made the comment to a couple of people that, uh, that that's one thing that you'll get from any Welsh team uh, is their ability to defend. And I think, they, uh, you know, that old Sean Edwards uh, stuff, even though he's gone, there's still a bit of that, uh, that tree and root still there within the Welsh squad. So um, very impressed by that. Um, although in, in, in saying that, I thought Ireland could have racked up Maybe another couple of scores in the first half, um, yeah. 
I, I thought at, at half time wasn't really a reflection on the overall game, but by full time, you know, I was I was damn pleased to to uh, to picked up that uh, bonus point in, in the uh, in in overtime at the end of the game. So um, Welsh were a bit unlucky in in a couple of the decisions. Uh, I thought Wayne Wright had scored um, scored a try. That, that, yes. Uh, it looked like a try, didn't it? Yeah, it it very much did, uh, and um, surprised that it wasn't um, pulled up by the TMO for a wee look. Uh, obviously, mm. refs can miss those things very easily. Uh, you know, it happens in the blink of an eye. Uh, you know, he'd maybe looked at something else just at that particular time. I know he was giving a giving a penalty at that stage. I think he was it his arm out, but yeah, it was it, it was a bad miss, and 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 probably the. The uh, the uh, Welsh play in the second half that uh, you probably deserved the uh, a second score. So um, I'm not not totally convinced on the first score, um, but uh, you know it stood. So there's not a lot that can be said for it. Uh, it was a strange uh, it was a strange decision. Didn't look that that uh, terribly bad. The uh, the um, that's what he talked about changing his bind, which was, you know, you see that in every game, I suppose, that that mm. sort of thing. Uh, but anyway, it, it, it was given. Uh, but um, from a Welsh point of view, you know, there's some cracking young fellas coming through there. They're going to be around for for a long time. And uh, Warren Gatlin, probably the best man to 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 pull everything back together for Wales. Uh, been very rocky since this time last year when he when he took over again, and you've gone through uh, a lot of players uh, retiring, uh, and and the the well documented um, uh, uh, infighting, I suppose you could call it, uh, which yep. which almost which almost culminated in a strike. Um, so all those things. Can't have been good for 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 Wales going into the World Cup, but uh, it's nice to see uh, some some progress. I think uh, since then, and uh, certainly uh, uh, a few players are going to take Wales into the, well into the future, and we should see them back. Uh, you know, fighting for championships in the not too distant future. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, actually. And so one of the questions I had for you was, um, from an outsider point of view, what have you made of Wales? Because, you know, the cold hard facts are that we've played three, lost three in this year's tournament. That was our 10th loss in 11 Six Nations games. But with the young talent that is coming through, the likes of Cam Winnett, Alex Mann, David Jenkins, who I think is doing a fantastic job leading the team. Um, do you believe there's reasons to to be cheerful going forward for Wales, even if we do eventually, you know, if we do win the wooden spoon, that game against it, it does look like it could be a wooden spoon decided. Do you feel there's reason to be cheerful for, from a much point of view? Well, well, first of all, I wouldn't fear the wooden spoon, Jamie, uh, uh, if I was if I was Wales, um, because I think that's just roughly where you're at at the moment. Italy's uh, mm. Italy's improvement. Uh, and and just where the Welsh sit uh, means you know that's going to be probably could be one of the best games of the championship. Um, but um, without doubt, I do see that that there will be that there has to be improvement. 
uh, um, um, I mean, if you take, uh, you know, where where all those all the teams are, uh, we'll leave the French out of it at the minute because I'm not sure just what what's what's happening there. But yeah. um, you know, Ireland come back from the World Cup, probably unlucky not to have gone a bit further. Um, you know, that one-off yeah. game against New Zealand. Um, with a very very settled squad, um, able to, uh, to you know to 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 um, uh, soak up that uh, that change from Sexton leaving, and that's really the only the only change. Couple of guys who forced their way into the squad. So from that point of view, very settled. England on a rebuild. Not sure just that Borthwick knows his best team or his best plan to get the best out of his team um, yeah. and, 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 and we'll just have to wait and see what happens there. Scotland a bit like ourselves, well settled good side uh, and then you have Wales who are well Italy the same I think pretty settled although able to bring in a, a, a couple of new guys who look very exciting but Wales basically having to start from the ground and, 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 and come up some of the players I don't think are long term um, international class. Uh, okay. One or two, particularly maybe front row guys. So you're going to have to look, I think, to, to strengthen in that area. Mm. Um, the backs, the Welsh backs, ever since I was a boy watching rugby, I've always been excited watching Welsh, Welsh teams play because their backs just play with, with, with a gay abandon. And you've got a couple of young fellas in there. Um, the young, the young uh, uh, is it Winnet? The I'm a Winnet, yeah. The the fullback, Costello at at uh, at ten. Those guys are, are really there for the future. They, they look they look um, um, uh, immense uh, players, uh, and and those I think Wales can build on that. And then you've obviously you've got you know settled guys like. Uh, like your own Rio Dyer, uh, who you know, British Lion. Um, I would, I would, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, you know, if it's if he goes on the tour next year, uh, would not surprise me in the least. And then in 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 the forwards, in, in particular, um, uh, you know, you guy guys like again your own your own Wainwright, yeah. uh, fantastic player, had a super game on on Saturday. Um, wouldn't look out of place in any international team. So there's there, there's good there. I don't know an awful lot about your, your new captain. <coughs> Pardon me, but he looks, you know, he looks like a, a, a nearly a, a, a clone of uh, of Alan Wynne Jones. The the, the, the <laughs> yeah. just just purely for his work rate. You know, there's no flashiness about him, but he, he's he's a grafter. So and yeah. every team needs every team needs a grafter. So I think you've got the basis of, of a team. A lot of, of where you will end up maybe in in four years' time at the next World Cup will depend on I I think what you're what you're gonna bring through in, in the positions where you're maybe not just as strong. Um and, and I think front rows one of those things where where uh, where you need to be improving quite a bit. Yeah, 
Absolutely. I think um, coming into this tournament, we knew that tight head prop in particular was going to be an issue when they're flying mm-hmm. off. And um, look, we got to stick with these young guys. We got to stick with Costello. We got to stick with Owen Lloyd. It's going to be a bit of pain. We don't have that experienced general at 10 anymore. You know, we haven't got Dan Bigger. We haven't got Gar Vanscom. There is going to be a lot of pain, I think, in the next two or three years. But I do believe, Ian, that... Um, mm-hmm that this Wales team can progress and the young talent will develop. But I think the Welsh public, and Gatlin did mention this, but he should have mentioned it before the tournament started, <laughs> rather than well, saying, you know, we could absolutely yeah. win this tournament. But I just think it requires mm-hmm. patience from everyone, doesn't it? Yeah. I think I think he did. I think Gatlin actually did say, uh, you know, that uh, uh, in, in his own inimitable way, uh, not to be expecting too much from, from, from the team. But I suppose, like, like any other coach, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's going to uh, have the guys as fired up as he possibly can. And uh, what, you know, you, you have to say that you think you're in with a chance of winning every time that you take the pitch, you know, and, and, and if, he, if you didn't do that, you'd be better off, um, you know, working behind a bar somewhere, wouldn't you? Mm. So where do you rate um, Warren Gatlin as a coach then, Ian? Do you think quite highly of him? Um as 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 a coach, purely yes, I rate him. I rate him fairly high. Uh, yeah. As a person, uh, I've never, I've never really <laughs> taken, I've never really taken to him. Um, but uh, look, he's uh, he, he has proved himself time and time again, uh, and yeah. uh, you know he's 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 been at the very top and won at the very top. So uh, he's got he's got Six Nations um, under his belt. He's got Lions. Wins under his belt, so um, his his record will stand uh, the test of time for me. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, no one better to take that young West side forward. Um, uh, I I just can't think of anyone else in in Welsh rugby at the moment that would be capable of doing that. So uh, yeah. fingers crossed that uh, you know things go well because uh, we all need to. Uh, a, a successful Welsh side going forward. Yeah, absolutely. So in terms of Ireland, then, Ian, um, England next in Twindham mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. Scotland in Dublin. Yeah. Be honest, can you see any of those teams stopping Ireland? I mean, this is a procession now, isn't it? Ireland for the Grand Slam or can you see England perhaps or Scotland putting a spanner in the works, do you think? Look, at, 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 uh, at any level of, of uh, sport, GMA, and particularly at international level, you can never say that uh, you know, you're 100% sure of anything. You know the bounce of the ball. You know, mm. uh, 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 you know an accidental head contact. And, and you know, you, you've, you've lost a man or, you know, you've made, been made look silly because the ball has bounced past you and somebody's latched onto it. So all those things... Have to be taken into account. Um, on on current form, Ireland should win both those games. Um, yeah. We my the nagging thing for me with England is England are always hard to beat. Twickenham, they don't lose yes. too many. Um, and they they've had our measure over the years. Although I don't think that this Ireland team and this Ireland squad fear going anywhere now, having won. Basically, at every uh, you know every top stadium in the world now, so not not in the least bit worried in that respect. Um, a wee bit 
maybe in that we don't know what Borthwick is doing with that England team at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, someday he's going to put a 15 out um, that's going to click. Um, and, and uh, you know, it could well be next next weekend. We don't know. I hope not. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, it's just, um, it, it's a big unknown. But um, going by what I've seen over the first three games, I don't think Ireland need worry too much about them. Scotland, um, I don't think they're the best. I don't think they're the, the, the you know, the, the best that they can be. And I'm not sure that Townsend is a man to get the best out of them. I still think that their forward pack lacked something, whether it's just the doggedness or a bit of something. They have a good, you know, good individual players, but they tend to come up short a wee bit. They've they've backs that you know some other teams would be, you know, would die for. Yeah. Um, and you know they've cast the net pretty wide to get, uh, you know, to get a team uh, capable of of. Uh, competing at the highest level uh, and, you know, fair play to them. But uh, uh, I, I, particularly coming to, to Dublin, I, I, I don't think that they'll, uh, I don't, that obviously they'll give us, they'll give us a game, but I don't think they're, they're good enough to beat us uh, in Dublin. Uh, you know, we went last year, we went to, uh, to Edinburgh in the correspondent fixture and, um, the, the Scots were going pretty well at that stage. I, we blew them away. Yeah, you know? that's right. Yeah, you, you got a good record over Scotland as well, haven't you? And Ireland, you know, they they always seem to win. I can't remember the last time Scotland beat Ireland, but it seems like a while ago now. They just seem to have it that X over them, don't they? Yeah, it is. It is quite a few years. I remember. Uh, I was actually at the game uh, with a with a, uh, a Scottish friend who came over. Uh, for that game, that was uh, one where, where um, Richie Gray um, uh, sidestepped, uh, I think it was Rob Kearney, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to, to, to get through in a try and sue. But uh, yeah, it's, it's probably 10 or 11 years ago now, I would have thought. So yeah, yeah. Uh, no, they don't. Uh, and that's what, I, that, you know, that's what I'm saying. There's just something. As, you know, it's it's. I think it's up here with the Scots because they say they have the players, but uh, they're just that that something that just is holding them back. Uh, and yeah. uh, as I say, it it may well be that it'll take um, a different coach to 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 get them that that last that last step that they're you know they're they're really capable of going out and being favourites against. You know some of the some of the bigger teams. Mm. And before we move on to Ulster, then what have you made of the Six Nations as a whole, then? And have you enjoyed this tournament from an entertainment point of view? I love, as are you sure you're going to be enjoying it? Yeah, you? I, I love. No, you... I love the Six Nations. Yeah. Always have. Always have. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll 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 sit down on a on a on a Saturday morning and get myself ready and I watch everything that's going on. Um, I just think the, the the whole thing is is so well put together. Um, yeah, I have a few issues maybe with with uh, television presentations and com- commentary teams and pundits and things. But sure, that gives yes. us something. To, that gives us something to vent when we go on uh, social media. Then 
afterwards. But no, uh, no, the whole thing I, I, I still excites me. I just think it's a tremendous competition. Uh, some of the rugby is good. Some of the rugby is maybe not as good. Uh, but look, at the end of the day, it's uh, you know it's international rugby, and and uh, uh, you know we, we don't see uh, enough of it. I don't. Uh, I think to do some more. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, then Ian, let's talk Ulster. That's why you're here. So um, let's be honest about it. It has been a disappointing season so far by Ulster standards. Dan McFarlane has departed after disappointing results. And let's be honest, that post-match interview after the Ospreys defeat probably didn't help matters today. And I know that you were quite angry about that, looking at your social media posts. So what are your thoughts on the McFarland accident? And do you feel it was the right decision by the club? Um, yes, I do think it was the right decision. Um, we had been questioning uh, for for a good few games now. We'd been questioning what was going on. Um, right from the very start of the season, really, there was, you know, there was the early part of the season where, uh, where he was blooding youngsters and we thought, you know that this this is this can only be good, and uh, you know we were, I suppose, prepared for, uh, you know, a few iffy performances, um, but as we got into sort of towards the the uh, European stuff and and uh, he was putting out uh, what was supposedly the strongest team, um, just the performances just weren't coming. Um, we had the, you know, we had the issue of uh, 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 the game against Racing, where we, where our forwards scored a couple of tries from from uh, five meter tap and goals, uh, and you know, sort of came out after the, afterwards that it was really player player led that the players made the, those decisions, and mm. we, you know, we're seeming to get, you know. You know, sort of thinking to ourselves, I suppose, that uh, you know there was something wrong. Uh, communications between coaches and players just didn't seem to be what it, what it should be. We know there was a bit of history over the past couple of seasons where some players were frozen out, and I don't want to go into that, but I do know uh, 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 from a uh, at a personal level. Uh, I do know a couple of those instance, instances, and 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 really, that's not what you would be expecting from from uh, senior management. And 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 it just went on, and then he, he sort of um, disappeared for a couple of weeks, where he was sending out Dan Super to do um, pre mm. and post match uh, uh, interviews, uh, and then it sort of culminated with that uh, that. Uh, post-match interview on uh, on the Sunday against the Ospreys and yes I, I I was very very disappointed with that I can accept yeah. defeat I can I, I can accept defeat sometimes uh, um, not very well um, uh, but um, I, I had no issues uh, with with the defeat there were maybe issues with the manner of it from a from a team and players point of view but there was no issues with the referee at all. Uh, mm. And for Dan McFarland to come out and first of all, more or less blame the referee. And then um, I thought uh, pretty disappointingly sort of brushed off the, 
the uh, questions from from uh, the young lady who was who was doing the interview, and it, that was just not how I wanted my club to be uh, reflected. No, that, that's fair enough. So, how do you look back then on the Dan McFarlane era? Then, Ian, do you think it was a success overall, or well, how, how do you look back on his time at Ulster? Well, well, I think when they took over, you know, we were in a pretty poor place. Um, and probably even poorer place than what we are now. Um, so so yeah, and 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 the couple of years after, after that, uh, he uh, he he has done very very well. Um, yeah. It's hard to put. It's hard to put a, a a sort of finger on it. But a lot of people, a, a lot of people would would say the 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 game against Leinster where we lost the nineteen point lead at halftime. Yeah. It uh, was probably the, 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 the to, to coin a phrase, uh, straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. Yeah. And, and you know, things just went uh, awry after that. And, you know, it's one of those situations where if something's going to go wrong, you know, it's going to go wrong at Ulster. You know, we had that debacle about the pitch. Uh, that didn't help. Apparently, the when we went to steal... Um, you know, we had we had players going in two different directions to try and get, you know, very amateurish stuff, uh, and uh, you just wonder how much <coughs> the financial pressures at the club have impacted on the playing side. Um, you know, why were we travelling the way we travelled? Uh, why, and I know some of the answers, but why? Did we allow our pitch to become frozen when we, when everyone knew, uh, the, you know the what the weather forecast yeah. was? So, <clears throat> pardon me. There, there's loads of questions that you can that you can ask, but you know, I think for the first two years of Dan's uh, tenure, things were really looking up. Um, yeah, we lost narrowly in, in against the Stormers in that in that URC semi final. Uh, um, beaten and, and basically in overtime, and that that was getting us a, a possibly a home final. We could have won won the URC, and that would have been uh, that would have been some monkey off the backs of Ulster just to just to get over the line for some silverware. Uh, so yeah. you know he's been in there. He's been fighting uh, the corner. He's had he's had that. He's had the final of the URC against uh, a very strong Leinster. Uh, and a couple of, uh, you know, sort of very good games and against Toulouse, winning down in Toulouse. Um, yeah. So, yeah, look, good coach, uh, don't get me wrong, but I just think that uh, circumstances have led to, uh, a, a, you know, a, a situation where uh, I don't think that players are fully, were fully behind him. So, uh, yeah. And, and I think... Uh, at the end of the day, rather than Ulster making the decision, I think the decision was made by the IRFU. Hmm. Okay. Can you just enlighten me on the financial situation at Ulster? Because I read that it's not looking very good. Could we see some high-profile departures, do you think? Well, the rumours that are coming out, and, and I don't think the Billy Burns is a rumour anymore. I think that's I think that's a done deal. From, oh, to from... Munster, isn't it? Aye, uh, from right, from okay. what I hear. <clears throat> um, so 
Uh, yes, I, I think what uh, Petri said yesterday in his interview is that uh, the squad will be refreshed. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we're, we're, we're hearing uh, rumours of, uh, like Dave Ewers, who we only signed at the beginning of the season, of, of him leaving, of Will Addison having uh, talks with, uh, to go back to Seal. Um, uh, so, you know, those are, those are pretty high profile guys. Um, there's a couple of other sort of more senior players who are, who are out of contract uh, and whether they get contracts renewed or not, it would be difficult to see. We obviously signed uh, Stephen Kitchoff on a, on a two-year deal. Um, questions are being asked, and rightly so. Were we aware of our financial position when we did that deal? Yeah. You know, that's potentially a million and a half pounds over over two years. Just you, to come cheap. That's a World Cup winning uh, props. Well, it all come cheap. You, you don't get them cheap. No, you definitely don't. So um, that, that said, um, and I've said this a few times, um, it's very difficult to sell a product if you've devalued it. So... Um, you know, if 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 the CEO is doing his job at all, and uh, and and his senior management team, then they need to be recruiting as well. Uh, and uh, you know that, that's that that's a job for somebody who's who who can look at the spreadsheet and and fit particular players into into roles uh, that we can afford. Uh, and you know, I think back to. Uh, previous times when we signed guys like Louis Ludic, who who uh, turned out to be, you know, real stalwarts at the club, and put you in, put you in eighty minute performances every time they took to the pitch, but probably when they first signed, were not, you know, they're not high profile, so they're not costing you an awful lot. So I think they've got to go out and find uh, two or three guys of that sort sort of ilk, you know. Yeah. Okay. So Richie Murphy is going to take over the um, Ulster coach as an interim uh, head coach uh, from mm -hmm. the under-20s. Once he's finished the campaign, he'll join up with Ulster. How do you feel about that? Do you think that's a good appointment in the short term, at least? I, I think it's uh, it's probably as good as what we could have hoped for. Um, mm. You know, the, the only probably the only other option would, would have been to promote from the guys who are there. Uh, and uh, I know Dan Soper is is in charge for the for the game this weekend, yeah. um, and um, I, I have my own views on on uh, on where he sits in in the uh, league table of of uh, head coaches. Um, uh, but uh, I think it it, it just adds uh, to my uh, view that IRFU. Um, you know, took charge of this uh, at the end of uh, uh, or after that uh, Ospreys game. Uh, and uh, uh, Richie Murphy is probably the only sort of high profile guy who's available. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm uh, excited to see uh, what he can do. He has already worked with, you know, maybe six or eight of, of, uh, of our young guys uh, at twenties level over the past couple of seasons, so he knows them. They know him, 
uh, and they'll be they'll be fired up to uh, to prove uh, to him that they're worth placing the team. So he has a tough run, two games in South Africa, and then yep. back uh, um, with Cardiff, with with um, uh, Benetton, and with Leinster all to play after that. So. Um, it's it's not going to be an easy run for him, but if he if he can keep us in the top eight and get us uh, knock out uh, a, a, a knockout game or two, uh, and uh, they still got the Challenge Cup to, to have a a blast yeah. at, and I don't think anybody's really uh, overly concerned about that. But it's it may be an opportunity to send a team to uh, you know a misfiring Montpellier. Uh, and you know, get a decent result, and any 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 good results from now on in are going to do the world of good from a confidence point of view. Yeah, because that's what I was going to say to you. Because yes, it has been a disappointing season for us, so, you know, by their high standards. But you, there is still plenty to play for, isn't there? You know, you have got a shot of making the URC playoffs, and you mentioned there you are mm-hmm. in the last sixteen of the Challenge Cup away at Montpellier, and. Maybe Ulster should be taking the Challenge Cup seriously, you know, because it is silverware at the end of the day. I mean, how do you feel about that? Would you like to see Ulster give that competition a good crack, or is the priority for you the URC and getting into those playoffs? I, I, I look. I, I'm one of these people who believe that you should be trying to win every game that you that you go out to <laughs> yes. play in. Um, and and to be honest with you, I don't think that we have. Um, you know, such math, massive squad of players that we can afford to sort of send, you know, a, 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 a sort of a, like Leinster, you know, send an A team out here and, a, you know, a, mm. a, a, a senior team out there. So um, um, a couple of years ago, we dropped into the Challenge Cup uh, and I was very excited to, you know, to win games, albeit one of them against a very poor Harlequins team. But, uh, you know, when it got to... Um, Losing the the uh, semi final against uh, Leicester, um, I was disappointed losing that as I was disappointed losing any game. So yeah. uh, for me, for me, uh, you know, I I I hope that they they, they they do give the Challenge Cup a bit of a run if they can. Um, but yeah, bread and butter is is the URC. Um, yeah. they really need to try and get to get the playoffs. I don't know if top four is. Uh, is, is within reach. Um, it depends on how we come back from South Africa, I suppose. But from from the financial point of view, um, a home uh, playoff in the URC would be a godsend for us. Mm. It's a very competitive league, isn't it, here in the URC? How do you feel about this since the South Africans have come mm-hmm. on board? I've lo- I, I think that's, that, that's been a lifeblood for it. Um I think all you have to do is look at where where uh, you guys are, where the Welsh regions are. Um, when when uh, before the South Africans came in, when it was nearly you were nearly guaranteed to have two, possibly three teams getting through to European competition, um, it was very easy just to take things as 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 red. Uh, they come in and they provide. Uh, a different type of, of opposition, particularly uh, down in South Africa, um, yeah. but uh, I, I, you know, I think it's made the other teams sit up and take notice. Uh, 
you only have to look at the improvement from the Italians. Benetton are sitting in 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 uh, you know top of the playoffs position. Yeah. Uh, Zebra are maybe not getting the reward for some of the play that that they have. But they've improved. They have improved, haven't they? But uh, the two, the, both the Scottish teams are very, very difficult to play against and, and, and beat. Ospreys have proved um, over the past uh, few weeks, both in the URC and in Europe, that you know they're, they're starting to become very competitive. Uh, at some stage, the Scarlets are going to um, shake off whatever shackles are there on them and, and, and start to become a bit more... Uh, Competitive, Cardiff are a lovely team to watch playing, and they will win games that that uh, sometimes they shouldn't win. Um, and and then we come to to, to Dragons, and and uh, can I say they've always been my favourite uh, Welsh region uh, for no other reason than I have two very good friends who 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 support them, um, and uh, I, again you know. Um, just by by virtue of the fact that the other Welsh teams are are improving, I think Dragons will improve as well. Um, mm-hmm. It's a dog fight at, at that end of the table, uh, and yes. every point <laughs> has to be earned. But um, it, it's a lot. I, I I know it doesn't appeal to every every Welsh uh, supporter, but it's a lot better product. Uh, it's a lot more competitive league. Than it used to be. Yeah, I hundred percent agree with that. So, have yeah. you watched many Dragons games this season, Ian? Have you had a chance to watch I, a couple I, of games? I I try to watch as, as many games as I possibly can, and mm. and uh, yeah, I've seen I've seen a few um, a couple of their games, and then I've, I usually uh, pick up the URC highlights reels as well. Uh, so yeah, I try and keep uh, I try and keep an eye on on what's happening. Um, I wouldn't be terribly familiar with uh, with most of the squad that 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 Dragons have now, but as yeah, as I've alluded to earlier on, you still have you still have uh, some cracking players there, international class players. Um, Bradley Roberts, of course, Ian, remember him? Good old I Bradley. remember Bradley very very well, <laughs> and, uh, and and look, um, we were disappointed actually uh, to lose him. Yeah. Uh, but you, you couldn't fault the guy. Uh, he's 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 stuck a couple of Welsh caps onto his CV, um, and uh, he's he's not a bad player, and and but an enthusiastic player. And I I I assume he'll he'll be in the squad for the weekend. He's injured at the moment, so. Oh, is um... he? Yeah, I, I don't know if he is going to recover from injury or not yet. We haven't had an injury update at the time of recording this, but uh, right. yeah, he is currently injured. So uh, right, and and yeah. and do you expect? Would you expect to get any of the guys back from the Welsh um, camp for the weekend? Okay, so here's the thing: dragons are injury ravaged at the moment. Um, we had 21 players unavailable um, going into the Glasgow game a couple of weeks ago, and we picked up injuries there. So we had guys like Kai Evans coming off, George Young <laughs> coming off, and um, uh, the winger, whose name escapes me, Jared Rosser, he, he came off as well. So it just added to our injury roles. Now, as things stand, we've only got two fit back rowers 
headed what? into this game. <laughs> so we've got Dan Lydiat uh-huh. and we've got Sean Lonsdale. Those are our only two fit back forwards. So that may change over the next couple of days. So if I'm Di Flanagan, I'm getting on the phone to Warren Gatland and asking very nicely, please, can we have Tane Basham back? Because I don't see any reason why we can't have Tane back I, for I, this I, game. He's he's not really pushing for a for a starting uh, position with the with the wheels at the moment, is he? No, that's right. And Mackenzie Martin took his place uh, for the Ivy yeah. game. Ah, he's down. He's down the list a wee bit. Yeah. So yeah, he would be a good. Uh, he, he would be a good inclusion for you. Yeah, but we need him because we haven't got any back rowers at all. So um, yeah. Um, when Dragons travel to Belfast, they're going to be without a lot of players. So um, it, it, we're really up against it, uh, unfortunately. So uh, mm-hmm. let's talk about that game then. So this Saturday night, 7.35, um, Ulster hosting Dragons at the Kingspan. Ian, here's a question for you. When was the last time Dragons won at Ulster? Do you know the year? <sighs> 2012. Um, I'm going to say the last time Dragons beat Ulster is probably in Belfast. No, well, I'm I'm trying to think. The last time we lost to Dragons at all was probably about nine nine or ten years ago. Uh, so I'm going to say I'm going to say two thousand. I'm going to say fifteen years ago, whatever that is. What two thousand nine? Very close. It was two thousand and eight. Ah. And Dragons won 16-14. That was their last win in Belfast. Wow. And here's another interesting uh, stat for you. I don't know if you know this. The last Welsh region to win in Belfast was the Scarlets. And that was way back in February 2016. Yep, yep. So Ulster have got a very yep. good record against Welsh regions in Belfast, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, I, eight years ago, I, I, was at, I, I was at that game. Um, I'm I'm trying to remember. Uh, uh, the guy, a uh, back row, back row player. His brother played uh, out half for Scarlets. Shingler, um, very man. Um, he got a penalty or something. Um, very close to the to Ulster's line. And uh, he butted the ball into into the crowd and nearly took the head off me. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't very we weren't best pleased. So so, so it was the out half. Sorry, it was the out half. It was his brother who who uh, who had won the penalty. I think uh, so, Steve Shingler, we would have been. Yeah. So he blasted the ball into the crowd. You know, from from uh, uh, um, you know two two yards from the from the touch line. Uh, to, to go for the uh, for the line out, but he he uh, it didn't go down too well now. So I can remember that. And <laughs> that I think that was the game. I think that was that was the actual game that we lost. But uh, no, we do we, we we tend to do pretty well. Um, uh, maybe not so well when we go across to Wales. Um, although I suppose over the last maybe three or four years been been a bit better. But us more down to to you know to the Welsh uh, regions. Uh, performances than than Ulster's performances, but we've always been hard to beat at home, uh, Jimmy, and you would know yeah. that. Uh, of course, <laughs> yeah. 
and uh, you know, not not not. Uh, I, I I won't take any any uh, glee in saying I don't see that changing this weekend. To be honest with you, no. uh, even though we are, uh, uh, you know, in a bit of turmoil ourselves, I think um, yeah, we should be able to uh, uh, rally the troops well enough to get a win. Yeah, absolutely. So dragons have not won away in the URC since beating Connacht. And that was in October 2021. Oh my so uh, it's been, yes, we are, we, we have a habit, Ian, of um, making unwanted records at the Dragons. So, uh, you know, yeah. it's, um, yeah, it, it, it's pretty bad. Our waveform really does stink. Um, and like you said, I don't see that changing. And I read today that um, Ulster are expected to have Ireland Internationals, Nick Timoney, Jacob Stockdale, Tom Stewart, and Tom O'Toole available to them for this game, according to RTE. So, uh, uh, that, again, that's a big boost for you. Um, so, yeah, so going into this game, then, you, know, you must be, like I said, fairly confident. Well, and I guess with Ulster well, in turmoil, I guess Dragons is the perfect opportunity, <laughs> isn't it, to get back yeah. to winning ways, isn't it? Well, well, I suppose, yes, you could say that. But uh, what, what, I, what I can say is, uh, uh, in, in response to to um, those guys being released, um, we thought that was going to get us a, an easy win uh, um, over in Swansea. Um, the previous weekend when we got four or five released from the camp and that, look how that turned out. So, um, mm. uh, yeah, as I said earlier on, you don't know what's going to happen, the bounce of the ball, or, uh, uh, you know, per decision by a ref or, or anything at all. So I never take anything too much for granted. But, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, um, I would I would have to agree with you, um, Jimmy, that uh, uh, if you've been picking a team to play after uh, losing your coach and, uh, uh, and, and and having to sort of reset, then it would probably be either dragons or or, or zebra. So yeah, uh, per dragons, I suppose you could say. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's favoured enough. Like it's honest. Yeah, but look, they're coming across. They they probably know all this stuff themselves, so they've nothing to to lose. Uh, they've no pressure really on them. They can go out and enjoy themselves. And we've got a lovely plastic pitch now um, across there. So you know the the the, the skill and and the, and that you've that you've inevitably got in the team. Uh, you know the guys are going to be able to show that. Okay then, so let's finish up with a prediction. Um, so I made my prediction on the rap pod that I did yesterday, and I took everything into account. You know the fact that Ulster could have a, to use football term, new manager bounce. You know players have a point to prove, don't they? Um, mm -hmm. You know you got your Irish internationals back. Dragons are low on confidence, passive defence. Like we don't have a defence coach, and it really shows. Um, we're struggling big time at the moment. Some of our skill set isn't up to it at the moment. I don't know if you saw our game against Glasgow, that tap and go when yeah. we failed to tap. It's just little things like that. Poor that decision was so making. Fun. That was so funny. I was I mean, I had leader. to laugh. I didn't want to laugh. But when I watched it, I, I just would, thought that's so yeah. dragon-y, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Taking everything um, into account. Uh, I'm gonna say I'll start by thirty-three points. That was my uh, prediction. Right, and well, I take no well, pleasure in saying that, but I yeah. think it's going to be another heavy defeat. How do you see it going, Ian? I, don't, well, I know you, we obviously think Ulster will win, but will it be a heavy win, a big win? 
Well, well, look, I, I just noticed the last two home games against Dragons, we, we scored 40 points in both of those. Uh, mm. uh, but Dragons were in the mid-teens against us, so that's uh, 20, 20, 25 points, something like that. Uh, look, I will settle for uh, for for a, for a decent win. Uh, I'm not one of these that you know wants to see points racked up just for the sake of points being racked up. Yes, play 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 everything out, but I'd be more than happy with uh, you know with a bonus point uh, a bonus point win, and and you know if that's thirty five, fifteen, or you know forty points to twenty or something like that, there, I'd be happy enough. You know, I, 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 I don't. You know, for the sake of the competition, I, I, you know, I don't like to see these big, um, one-sided, um, yeah, results at the end of it. Definitely, as a supporter, I want to win, uh, and I want to win well, but I also mm. want to see the opposition, you know, putting up a good show as well and giving us a game. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully we'll do that because we haven't done that the past few games. I don't think me personally, and I've spoke about it on the pod. Um, Did you know that I don't think we've shown enough fight. I don't think the work rate hasn't been there. The bad mistakes skill set is just lacking. Yeah. So um, you did a couple of half decent performances in the Challenge Cup, though, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, well, we failed to get out to that pool, and that was very disappointing because that was a very you know, I looked at the pool and you had Oyana, you had Poe and, you know, Sharks were there. I expected us mm-hmm. to get out of the pool, um, but we failed. I think losing to Zebra away really did hurt us. Yeah. We had a good win against Oyana. We got a bonus point uh, out in Poe, which was a good result. But I think failing mm-hmm. to beat Zebra really killed us. And then, of course, we lost right. at home to Sharks and they were, you know, they, they bought the World Cup uh, contingent down here. So it was difficult, but uh, yes, it's yeah. been a very tough campaign. You know, only two wins against Ospreys and Scarlets because I'm sure you're aware of the situation in Wales. All the budgets now have been decreased. So yeah. everyone's working off the same level. And there was an expectation from a lot of people um, that the Dragons would be more competitive because we're all working off the same budget. That was the expectation. Unfortunately, that hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been a very, you know, familiar, disappointing campaign. Yeah, have you lost? Have you lost players to the other regions, Jimmy? Uh not yet. But I mean, there's there's rumours mm. of Team Basham going to the Scarlets. Right. Um, I think losing Will Rowlands and Ross Moriarty, but they were two big losses. Oh, they were big, you know, they they, they, they you know, yeah, yeah two not big not, players. Not just, yeah, not, not just big, yeah, not just big players, but they were also big personalities in in, in your camp as well. So. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I was delighted for you that Wainwright signed his um, his extension. Yeah. Uh, so you know, and that can only be a good thing. Um, you yeah. know, when the other and Rio. Young, yeah, and Rio, yeah well. absolutely. Well, when the other guys are sitting, you know, discussing contracts, uh, and you know they look around and they see those guys are still there. Uh, you know, where 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 else would you want to be, really? Mm. But it does look like that we're probably going to lose Tane and Leon Brown. Um, Brown's you know, Leon Brown just doesn't, he's just never fit, unfortunately. And we've had a good mm-hmm. discussion on this pod, me and Gavin. We like Leon, he's got a lot of potential. He's just never fit. You know, he's in the Wales cap now and he's injured. And he's with injured budgets and... coming down, we, we, you really got to think now, is he value for money? 
how mm-hmm. we afford to keep these players. And it's it's looking likely that Leon is going to move on, I'm afraid. But with Tay, right. who knows? But the, the rumour is he could be going to the Scarlets. But thanks, mm-hmm. and that's just a rumour at the moment. And but, Elliot, um, Elliot, is he there for the long haul? Yeah, yeah, Elliot. Elliot should be with us, yeah. Uh, I don't know about Bradley. I don't know if he's got another season left. or I mean, I would like to keep Bradley. Um, I, I, I think he he's great. Cost and, you know, he's very popular. He can't be costing you a lot of money. You know, no, from, I don't think so. No, you know, I wouldn't have thought so. But uh, no, hopefully you can you can uh, uh, keep those keep those guys and and then sort of build build around them and and uh, and become a wee bit more competitive. Uh, yeah. If you could even start, if you could even start sort of winning your home games, would be a big would be a big help, wouldn't it? I mean, we did win three home games in a row, and that's pretty big for the Dragons, you know. <laughs> Honestly, for other teams, that's nothing. But for the Dragons, that was a big deal. We won three in a row, and then, of course, we lost to the Sharks. But um, mm-hmm. you're going to see a lot of young players as well on, on Saturday. Um, obviously, you know, because of the injuries and, you know, our international players away. So you will see a more youthful-looking Dragons. Um, but as there long as we always... go there and give it a good crack, mm-hmm. that, yeah. I'll be happy with that. Jamie, there will always be, because, uh, you know, I've, I've never had a Welsh team come to, to, to Ulster and not have someone uh, stand out. And there will always be someone who, who who stands out. I can remember years ago when uh, Rhys Patchell's first game, I think, Nerdy's first game uh, uh, at professional level. And he was the head and shoulders above everybody in the pits that night. Um, yeah. You know, so so someone's going to come over on, on Saturday with, with the Dragons and I'm going to be purring about them uh, uh, later on in the evening, I think. Uh, and I'll 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 tweak you and tell you who I thought was 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 your better players. That that'll be good. I like that. So just give give us hope then, as Dragons fans. Is there any areas that the Dragons can target Ulster? Where do you think Ulster are vulnerable? Oh, um, they they could be quite they could be vulnerable nearly anywhere. Um, it just depends <laughs> on the mind. It depends on the mindset. We have the potential to have a really good. Uh, uh, a really good setup. Um, um, front five, maybe. Um, I don't know what your your front five is going to look uh, like. That would be a difficult uh, task yeah. asking us to target front, the front, front five. Front five, yeah. maybe. If if uh, if with Tom Stewart back, uh, he'll he'll help in the in the front row and, and O'Toole. But we were we're a bit light in second row. Uh, Henderson's injured. Uh, Alan O'Connor was injured. I'm not sure whether he's back or not. Treadwell has a rib injury. I don't think he'll be back. Uh, so uh, that's your sort of three senior guys out. Uh, and then you're down to um, uh, Harry Sheridan and uh, uh, Cormac Izuchukwu. Uh, mm. Both both uh, very good players, but 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 quite young and, and, and 10, maybe, maybe to give you a wee bit of... Uh, uh, of, of, of leeway, uh, and you're giving away penalties and stuff like that just through an experience. So that that we, our, our our back row should be pretty pretty good. Um, I don't know who the half backs will be if we play the same half backs. You know, you might have a an opportunity to you know to go through that sort of mm. area against us. Um, and then of course there's the. Uh, uh, there's there's just the mistakes that our uh, our backs have been making, and if you can, 
if we still make those and then if you can sounds capture, familiar <laughs> sounds very familiar mistakes. yeah well, well i mean you you know the the, the scores that uh, that osprey's got in that game um against us uh, and this was the annoying part for me because we did more than enough in that game to win the game mm. but we threw that 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 stupid pass that was intercepted yeah. uh Stockdale uh, dropped the ball when when uh, when it was easier to catch it and run in the score. Uh, the the line out that uh, Osprey's got that led to the drop goal again was a mistake. Uh, Stockdale had fielded the ball and, and basically took it into touch. So the, the the mistakes are there or were there. So. It's 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 really down to to dragons if they can capitalise on those, um, Jamie, and, and that's what I would be hammering home to them. You know, always be alert, be alert. You know, if yeah. if you pressurise them, you can pressurise them into making the mistakes, and then, you know, it's down to to the guys themselves, and it's to whether they can uh, capitalise on those. So. There's no real yeah, one yeah. area that I can think of where you, where, you know, where you can get inroads into it, but um, you know, I would be expecting them, your coaches, to be, you know, hammering home the message, put them under pressure, 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 uh, and yeah. and then try and feed off the mistakes. Brilliant. So a little bit of hope for the dragons, but as you know, all too well, Ian, it is the hope that kills you, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> That's what I was saying on that pod. That's me and Gavin's motto. It's always the hope that kills you. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. That's, Ian, that's thank the... you so much. I've enjoyed it, Jimmy. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, best of luck for the rest of the season. Less so on Saturday. Go easy on us, please. We could do with a bonus point, like a try bonus point would be great. I don't think we'll come anywhere close for a losing bonus point. But I mean, if we score four tries and come away with a point, I- I'll be quite happy with that. If I be well, honest. I'd That's probably, how low we are. Yeah, standards. I probably wouldn't be happy at conceding four tries. If we can... If we can get away with a with a decent a decent win, I'll I'll, I'll not begrudge it to you. Ah, oh, brilliant! Thank you. Okay, so um, just before we go, a reminder that you can find us on platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, and the Sports Social Network. And if you like what we do, please rate us and leave us a good review, as it all helps to grow the pod. Thanks again, Ian. You've been fantastic. Uh, we'll be back very soon. Um, until then, take care. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Dragon's Lair podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please subscribe, rate and review wherever you listen to us as it really helps spread the word. You can find us on all the usual social media channels or email us on welshregionalrugbypod at gmail.com. And remember, whatever the question is, rugby is always the answer. Podcast Network.